0: It's the one extra R&B show. It's your boy Ace and, uh, on the line with me right now. Very, very excited to have the winner of the 2023 Royal Rumble. Wow. The American Nightmare himself, Cody Rhodes. How you doing, sir?
1: Oh, well, when you say the, when you say the winner of the 2023 Royal Rumble, I can't be anything other than spectacular. I'm feeling pretty good.
0: I mean, was this on the bucket list, uh, on, when you returned to the WWE winning the Royal Rumble?
1: I'd actually say yes. Yes. Um, I was such a fan of the match, the Royal run, the Royal rumble concept. And also I had been in a great deal of rumbles and I, I, in a very, um, marquee fashion had always, uh, pointed out to people, I've got these great rumble stats. I was in there a really long time. I've got some eliminations under my belt. And then to be away for six, seven years, uh, people start catching up. So Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I'd say it was absolutely on the bucket list. But it's one of those that winning the Royal Rumble in sports entertainment and pro wrestling is a life-changing moment. Mm-hmm. Uh It means you're going to the biggest thing that we have and you're going on last. And so with that in mind, um it, as much as it was on the bucket list, I never expected how I would feel in the moment. I could never plan or anticipate that. And it's been such a, a whirlwind since.
0: You say you could never plan it, but I feel like that point, that gun salute to the WrestleMania side <laughs> was something that you've wanted to do since you was like, it was so, it, that might be the best point ever. i got to put, in regards to WrestleMania, this is my show. Um, did you have that in mind? Because I just felt like it was a great moment, a great piece of footage just to see you with the gun, blowing the, <laughs> blowing the pistol yeah. and the WrestleMania uh, fireworks. Talk to us about the, the ovation for that.
1: So I... Obviously, uh, you've, you've caught me here in a sense that <laughs> I, I did think enough about, you know, the sign pointing has become, right. uh, it's a meme at this, at this juncture. And I did think about what I would do. And I remember thinking, I don't want people to think that there's a missing chapter to the story. A huge part of why this return has been successful is because of what I learned when I was away because of what I did when I was away. And I just kind of remember the two suites and the gun and the, the concept of, you know, being part of the bullet club and all that right. that meant, but also all the people that, that there were people who jumped on board, uh, an mm-hmm. independent audience that jumped on board with me when I left. And I could have really let them down because I had high hopes. I had made the list. I had went out and sought, something that really a roadmap that hasn't, hadn't been made. Now we've got guys, uh, Matt Cardona has been on that roadmap for a minute now. And and Moxley and uh, Chris Jericho uh, followed a similar roadmap, might even have done it better than me, but I, I can say that that I was the first to do it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to remind everybody that's a huge part of why we're here. And we can't forget it. And uh, all the, all the love in the world for those who, who followed it. Respect you for that, man.
0: I cannot wait for the lead up. I think Mania is one thing. And of course we can't wait till Mania, but I know the run up to Mania and the back and forth between yourself and Roman and the bloodline and and maybe your family. Talk to us about what you envisage uh, the run up to Mania looking
1: like. I spoke about Roman on, on Raw and I spoke about him with a lot of respect. And uh, obviously you say like you can't take anything away from him, but I'll, I'll continue to give to him in a sense of what he has done when the Mm -hmm. book is written on Roman and you're looking at 800 and something days and really the only comparable champion we're talking is Bruno San Martino in terms of legacy and tenure. Um, I don't know how long that respect will, will, will remain only because uh, the bloodline operates as a, as a pack. Right. And, uh, I have no pack. There's, I have no pack with me. Uh, it's, uh, it's just me and that, uh, I don't, I don't doubt that I'll probably be the butt of a, a mini joke. And I, I, I don't doubt that someone will try and make it personal, but I all, all the way up, all the way on the road to WrestleMania, I, I want to remind people just how much I do acknowledge what mm-hmm. you've done, but that doesn't take away what I'm also acknowledging in terms of what I've done and what I plan to do. And one that, I think would be really important to cross paths with is Paul Heyman. Um, Paul Heyman and I have a very, very large history that not everyone fully knows about some of the things that he did for my family, but also first day on the job at OVW, first interview I ever cut in wrestling was for Paul Heyman. And I want to make sure that when we stand across each other, he knows I'm not, I'm not that kid anymore. Right. I, I I am not I am not that. All the things you said I might be were there. It's arrived. Um destiny sometimes becomes inevitable. And um that will be a special moment. Hopefully it goes well and uh and jackets don't come off and things don't get tense, but as you know, yeah, it is uh his pro wrestling and sports entertainment. But uh I'm ready. Uh I probably should recruit some friends. Uh considering I uh the bloodline is so so uh stacked, but uh we'll see how it goes.
0: I mean I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, but I mean are we likely to see uh your brother back in the WWE? I mean you do need the backup, you just said it. And it and it is a story. It's family versus family. I think it's the Rhodes family uh versus the bloodline. If we if we're really honest, you guys have very similar backgrounds um and a very rich history of wrestling. Uh could we see your brother back in the WWE?
1: That's one of those where uh... A couple of folks have asked that, and I thought, as they say it, I'm thinking, gosh, that sounds, that sounds really special. Uh, I know Dustin, Dustin and I have a different relationship than a lot of people think, but the closer I get, I can tell you this: the closer we get to WrestleMania, the more I think about him, um, mm-hmm. because I don't have a, you know, a lot of the stories made to be about dad, and that's true. And I do want people to acknowledge what he did and, and what I'm trying to accomplish as part of, for him. But I, I miss my brother. And also it's something that he wasn't able to get. And I mean that with all the respect in the world, he he's had a wonderful career, but if I can't share it with my dad, um, you know, it would be fun even just to see him, even if it was just uh, backstage. And I, I think something like that could work out again. I don't know, but, but the, uh, the road's, the Rhodes family that people don't all, always see that being, uh, my daughter, uh, Liberty. Um, it's very important, you know, if she ever sits in on a wrestling show, I want her to see this one win, loser draw, because it's so improbable how we got here. And I want her to, to, to know this happened. Uh, and, uh, and a lot went into making it happen, but it happened. And of course, uh, I can't, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out, I would not have come back in the shape I came back in. I would have not come back at the level that I feel like I am right now had my wife essentially not said, uh, you've got to get up. You've got to move forward. Um, everyone remembers the scene in Rocky where they're running on the beach. Um, for me, the better scene is when Adrian pretty much calls Rocky on his BS right after. Right. And that is very much what happened between Brandy and I, um, the amount of sacrifices she has made so that I could go out there and live my dream. Uh, that's the number one for me. And, uh, and that's the first person if we ever get to that moment, those are the first eyes I want to see.
0: How frustrating was it for you to, to get injured so soon after you
1: came back? And what was that time like in in recovery? I mean, f- I, I frustration, no doubt, but the, the term that I kind of I think often is I was just really embarrassed. Really? Uh, yeah, just because I, I, I'm now I have a totally different outlook on it. But back in the day when people would get hurt, yeah. I just think tape it up and go, you know, like this, we're it's wrestling, get, get up, come on. come
0: on. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> and then you find yourself in a situation where half your body is missing. And I just, I should have taken more care of myself, um, in terms of training and preparation. Cause I probably tore it a little while, while competing, but then I tore it fully just, Being an idiot in the gym. And that was what was embarrassing. All this investment and money and the excitement. The main thing is the excitement that we had generated and we connected to in a completely different audience. Yeah, we brought some folks over from AEW. And yes, there's tons of people who followed my journey. But when I came to WWE, there was a completely different audience that said, I I like this guy. This is my guy. And here I am. I felt like I had let him down. um, And I just wanted to get back as as uh as fast as possible and there's so many people around me who kind of looked at me in that moment brandy being one ddp being another um who said okay young buck like you've played it your way now you're gonna have to do all these things i was telling you about about taking care of your body and that your body being your instrument and the main lesson in all of that is you're not bulletproof you're not like Mm -hmm. you've you've I've done this for a long time at a very consistent schedule. So it actually came at a great time for me to catch up, fix things and enter the prime of my career at an optimum level.
0: That, that moment, I have to ask you when that last match you had with Seth and you took the coat off and everybody could see your injury. Like what was it like? Could, could you hear an audible gasp? There was one in my house, (laughs) but could you hear the audience? Because it looks, it looks so horrific.
1: I think um, I'll never not be able to hear him that right. moment. I, I, I've been there for some amazing returns and entrances and moments. Others, my own, where the place went through the roof. And then others where the boos and the anger were so loud and the heat filled the arena. This was a very different yeah. reaction. Like you said, it was a gasp. Mm-hmm. It was a you know, hand over the mouth a moment and i i remember thinking i'm just gonna look straight ahead i'm competing at the level as i want to compete even if i had as if the peck was still there Mm -hmm. but i when that happened i didn't want people to be scared for me i wanted them to know you know this so much in one moment i want to know this is my choice um it's a dumb choice but it is just the only way i see myself doing this uh I get the opportunity to compete, I'm gonna compete. Right. You, you,
0: as somebody that comes from such a rich wrestling family and you obviously respect the business, but you've done it in your own way, you've broken the rules, you've left companies, you've tried to bring down companies, you've gone independent. Um, like, where does that come from? Especially having that, you having that foundation of what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Where does that kind of anarchist come from,
1: Cody? Yeah, kind of the, 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 the disruptor okay. that's in me. I feel like disruptor is something I often think of. I think just, ah, man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I know one time, uh, it was actually Vince. He said, you're so much like your dad and that you're a rebellious spirit but you don't know you're a rebellious spirit. You do what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. And then looking at hindsight, you can make it sound great and wax poetic on it. But the, for me, I just, sometimes things need to be disrupted. Sometimes cages need to be rattled. That's why we move forward as an industry. You know, it's the, it's just, I just, it's in me. Um, I, even in the happiest of moments, there's still something that I don't know is <laughs> rather dark uh, that's in there, and uh and I and I always want to make sure that it's the the right choice. Not some sometimes it's not the right choice for me, and sometimes it's not the right choice for the company I'm in. But sometimes it's the right choice for the fans. Right. Um, and are they that's always the priority
0: are they always who you yeah. think of first in regards to making making decisions?
1: I mean, the fans to me, like people have to remember, the fans aren't just fans who have helped kind of write my paychecks for over 10 years, they've helped write my life because I ate and had a great house and a great childhood because of them um, and their love and appreciation for what Dusty did. And I know when you're like, well, Dusty did this as well, it's symbiotic, but my, I will never escape the symbiosis. That's Mm -hmm. never going to wrestling fans. That's why if you, you ever catch anyone like talking, negatively about them or using the term mark a bunch and stuff, I'm very quick to cut people off because that's like talking about somebody in my family. Like that's old pump the brakes. There's uh yeah. these people these people take care of me and you know they're not always sometimes they love you and sometimes they hate you, but the the your job is to entertain them. Your job is to make them feel something. Um and you want to be the best at that.
0: Um we gotta talk about it man. Mania's coming up yourself versus Roman Reigns. Now I think A lot of wrestling fans have, have it written in the stars. You walk away with the title on that day. But I was in a stadium in Cardiff when we all thought the same thing about Drew McIntyre and it didn't go his way on that night. So it could not go. It might not go that way. Who knows? I'm I'm sure you want it to go a certain way, but, um, how are you going to get this done, Cody? What, what, what is, what is the plan going into Mania?
1: You mentioned Cardiff and you mentioned Drew. Uh, I'm watching at home. I think everyone felt the same sense. The and whole think, city, the whole
0: country felt right. the same
1: way. <laughs> it was, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the sobering things about Roman Reigns is sometimes real life happens, right? Um, you see it in sports all the time. Sometimes the better story is defeated by the better competitor. And I'm not specifically com- saying anything negative about Drew by any means, cause it was as close as it could possibly get. And it, you know, maybe five times out of 10 could have gone the other, other way. I think I have to come into this, not sweating the individual that is Roman Reigns, the God tier, the superstar. I think I have to come in this and I can't just ride the emotions of dusty son, the title he never got. I can't ride those emotions. I have to just be the literal best bell to bell bell to bell. There are things that I do better than anyone when it comes to bell to bell, and I also think Roman has no idea the type of wrestler I'm in the ring and the type of jaw I have, and there's just the type of punishment I don't mind um if you push me, I tend to push back and that that hopefully plays into my favor you know I don't know how much roman if he's a if he's a Floyd mayweather type where he he's always perceived as the big bad guy, but in reality he's the most disciplined fighter there is in these fights. he might be one of those, but I just have to come in. With more gas in the tank, I have to come in as disciplined as possible. And speaking of gas in the tank, I have to come in at a really low body fat, not to just get technical here. Uh, The longer this goes, the more it's in my favor. Roman's carrying more muscle mass. He's carrying more. And um, I don't want to give away my strategy here, but I wouldn't mind trying to get the guy to punch himself out. That Superman punch doesn't have the same effect if he's thrown it four or five, six times. Um, looking at that. And now, you got, now, you got think, now you got me thinking. Um, <laughs> but uh, real life happens in terms yeah. of Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns happens, and uh, I just don't want to be a casualty of that.
0: Uh, one final question. I, I remember you in a, in a press conference after the last main You was talking about just having this chip on your shoulder about Seth because he was one of
1: Dusty's kids. Uh, yeah.
0: Do you do you ha- do you have the same feeling about Roman?
1: I feel the same way about all of them, okay. but I've gotten a lot more. I feel like I've adjusted a lot more to it in terms of Roman, Seth, John Moxley, Becky, Bailey, uh, Finn, Kevin, Sami Zayn. They all got this opportunity more than that. They all got this opportunity to sit under the learning tree and I wouldn't trade my experience as. I got to be the son and and I got that experience and they got to be groomed for the industry. But I was very jealous of it for a very long time. Uh, Very, very jealous. And now I look at it in a sense that my dad built these these stars and it's almost ironic that I need to beat them. He he, he helped build these stars and I need to beat them. I need to win, Um, but very much adjusted to it. The chip on the shoulder is still there trying to catch up to the shield boys no doubt um and to have such a good rivalry with Seth I don't want another match my god I don't want another one I, I can see <laughs> one happening um, um we
0: got, we got, we had a moment at at the rumble we got very excited yeah so, I mean, he lit, he lit, moment, he let yeah. me
1: up too and it, and, <laughs> and something just uh, off the cuff I couldn't what a I think the 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 Alamo Dome fully understood it but I hope people fully understand Logan Paul eliminating Seth Rollins is Crazy huge is absolutely insane and i feel like knowing how just unhinged that seth can be we're now entering a different i i I can't wait to see that unfold that will be one i could sit back and watch you know and 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 see where that goes um but yeah the chip will always be there i've just gotten a lot more adjusted to it
0: Cody, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. I can't wait to see you in Hollywood, lift those titles. Uh, we're definitely fully Let's behind you. And hopefully we'll see you in the UK soon as well.
1: Oh, that's the plan. I've been gone for a long time. I need to get back. Thank you so much. No problem, man. we we'll see you soon, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ace.
2: And that was a great interview from DJ Ace to Cody Rhodes, the winner of the Royal Rumble 2023 that's going to go face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39 and tickets for WrestleMania 39 at the Sophie Stadium on Saturday April 1st and Sunday April 2nd are now available from Ticketmaster.com Welcome to a brand new episode of The Kickout i go by the name of Skillet
3: My name is Mex. Yo, this is Scan
2: How you doing? Well, I'm all good, man. You just heard that exclusive interview from DJ Ace, obviously a, a member of the Kicker that we don't see no more, but we'll try to get him back out of the house. Um, He had a great interview with uh, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. You know, he talked about him winning the Royal Rumble, as you just heard, and how he feels about going into WrestleMania. Um, let's talk about Cody Rhodes. He is the 2023 Royal Rumble winner. We had a review of that last week. And, um, I think, I think we all can agree that it was the right decision to make Cody the Royal Rumble winner. I think he's prime and ready for this spot. What do you guys think? Max, I'm looking at you because you're smiling. So
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it was, it was kind of told to us indirectly that this guy was going to be the, the Rumble winner. So, um, you know, I think we'll be silly if we're kind of in uproar that it's him. But what I will say is he's doing a really good job. It feels big time, like Raw feels big time now. We don't have a champion, like a top champion, still on Raw. But every Cody segment feels like all that's missing is the belt on this guy's shoulder. Like it feels like someone important is on the show again, um, which makes for you know better viewing and stuff. Um, yeah, man, he, he's he's doing he's doing a good job. He, everything he's saying is interesting. Things are moving along. Um, obviously, the last thing we had this past week with with Sammy, I thought was excellent because this was the real, you know, the test as to see are people gonna really take to Cody when you know the whole world kind of wants Sammy at this point. So, um, and I think they passed it with absolute flying colours. So yeah.
2: Well, let's talk about you mentioned the segment. Uh, let's talk about the segment we saw last week between Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes scan. Uh, a lot of people were arriving at, at, so many people that don't even watch wrestling shared this interview with me. That That's how I know that this is one of the best promos they have done in a long time. It was a great segment. What did you think of this back and forth between Heyman and Cody Rhodes?
4: Bro, this was a masterclass, man. This is something that you show the youngins at the performance center. You know, this is like, you love to see, this is like, you know, Man City versus Liverpool in their prime. you got the two <laughs> top guys, you know, just slugging it out, man. And and you love it, you know, you love it. Like, the fans appreciate it, you know. And yeah. we were hanging on every single word. This is how you make a promo count. Like, yeah. every single word of that promo. And it was, like, 17 minutes long, man. You know, it takes you back to the days when, like, the Rock or Stone Cold would open up a, a roar with, like, a... St- 20 minute promo yeah. and it just be flawless, you know, it's incredible man, and then it just goes to show how how much of a void there's been in the game when we don't, you know, these are so rare yeah. and it was phenomenal man, and well, you know, it blurred the lines so well as well.
2: Well, Max you know? always stands on the, he always stands on the belief of great storytelling will always triumph over any superstar coming back from the past or whatever, and I think Max this promo will prove you right, right? It's the fact that we've been in this position before, you know, we've seen this before where you book someone so great where the fans are going to rally behind him, but then you have this plan of making somebody else become the the main event at Mania and you think to yourself, okay, they're in a predicament here, what they're going to do. And then obviously in the past it hasn't worked where the, the you know, Daniel Bryan went on to main event and whatnot, Um but with this one, I feel that they've learned from that, Max, and and, and they've really showed, okay, this is how we can get the fans behind Cody being a main event.
3: Yeah, it's the, the intertwining stories that we have at the top level in WWE right now, it's, it's, it's incredible. Like, all now, um, and I say all now, it has only really been, like, two weeks from the Rumble, but there isn't that reliance of Roman and Cody doing that face-to-face yet. No one's asking for it. Because yeah. they've been doing other bits and bobs to kind of push the story along. And the two guys involved haven't even met yet. Yeah. Now, that's bound to change post-elimination chamber. And I suppose we're going to speak about that a bit later on. But um there's just so much to cover here. Does That promo alone with Cody and Heyman. Like, of course, backstage, these guys kind of say, right, we'll have a promo. Touch these points, blah, blah, blah. But Heyman looked like he genuinely didn't expect him to start talking about Dusty going to ECW and the role Heyman played for that and how he felt as a child observing that and how grateful he was because, you know, it basically helped their family along. And Heyman looked genuinely touched and I dare anyone to kind of find me another example where you're catching Paul Heyman out. exactly And he being the expert he is he still fell on his feet it's not like he started stumbling or really blubbering or anything like that he picked up because okay you got me yeah, i now continue and you know they made a great a great show in there but you know it's not often that you catch Paul Heyman off, off his game and it just shows that like Scan just said the mixing of the reality with what they're trying to portray in the ring um and, you know, Triple H and Heyman probably have their hands all over this story and this booking. And, and Cody,
2: too. And Cody, too.
3: Oh, yeah, of, of yeah. course. Of course, yeah. the guys yeah. involved as well. But, yeah. I mean, the, the the minds behind it, like, you just know, like, you know, these guys have been here, done that. We, they, we've been begging for these kind of people in this day and age to take the pen and deliver something yeah. like this. And we're, we're now seeing, you know, WrestleMania is looking very interesting because of these guys behind it, like, now. So, yeah.
2: I love I love how Cody ended that promo with, you know, everybody wants to take things personal. You wanna take things personally. Because I'm not here, I'm just here to win a match. And he goes and and he goes, but but that weekend I'm gonna take those belts off your boy personally. Like like that that for me was I thought don't get me wrong, you're right. Everything else was brilliant t v and I was like in the edge of my seat throughout the whole promo, but I love the fact that that's how Cody ended it. It wasn't your typical action, yeah, was it a typical what you said this about my dad, my dad you know when Heyman said you know Paul Hamer, he wished roman reigns was his was his son kind of big, thing huh? great, great line by the way, um, but it wasn't a thing where instant reaction, Cody would knock out Heyman and get all angry It's like nah no, man this is this is how some of these things happen in real life, especially when when you look at boxing, people say really harsh things about each other. But they will settle it in the ring. That's what it's all about. Great, great stuff. Um let's just fast forward to SmackDown. Um the return of Jimmy Uso. Scam. What did you what's your thoughts about Jimmy Uso coming back and how they've handled him and his return?
4: All right. They they they're swerving us nicely, man. They're swerving us nicely because people, even up until the point where it was just Jay in the ring, we were still and it was like there's no solo Sokoa. So then what's gonna happen? You know, and they're like they've got us, man. They've got us and they know they've got us. But um the fact they came back that he came back like that, um I thought it was brilliantly well done, man. Uh, obviously because those matches are predictable. You know they're gonna retain the titles. But I think that was kinda like the first time he was like, Okay, so how is my man gonna defend both them belts against Ricochet and like it's you know, smashed it, smashed Max, it.
3: Max, is
4: yes. this is this are we something? Are we
2: seeing something unprecedented right now with WWE writing? Are we seeing something for a long time where they booked at least up to five, six wrestlers as stars, all from a, one angle, at one time? Because when you think about it, the way they've handled the Usos, they're a fide stars like Jimmy and Jay are Stars. And don't get me wrong, they were always, you know, known and people fan favorites. But I think that they they've descended to another level. Reigns, with this head of the table angle has ascended to like i said i mentioned I mentioned it on the group chat when, after where on. I said his his star level has gone to another tier you know he's he's up there, and I could say he's gonna he's up there now he's up there with the with the lights of the greats now um you know Cody Rhodes, somebody who had to go away to make himself a star, come back and be involved in this angle after hurting his shoulder. Or ripping his, or tearing his muscles. What, what, what was it? What was? What was? What did he tear again? His
3: pectoral, pectoral, pectoral,
2: pectoral off the bone. Off the bone. It's not getting a bad reaction at this. He's getting a really good reaction. Jesus, I'm just seeing stars right now. Is this for someone for a company that's kind of not built stars in a long time, quote unquote? You know, there's always been stars, but you know what I mean.
3: It's taken. It's taken these guys to another level. That's for sure. Like everyone that you've mentioned, even Sammy Zayn. Sami, Sami Zayn is the prime example. Sami Zayn was loved. Roman was loved in this uh, original heel iteration. When people when he turned, people like, finally, and he won and the booking then was great. Obviously now it's just a different level. Usos have always been top one, top two in their division and loved. Um, even Solo Sokoa made waves in NXT very quickly to the point yeah. where they thought right, we we need to put him with these lot now. This is the no-brainer sort of thing. The yeah. guy's ready. Um, like, it's, I don't know, it's just everyone's just rubbing off on each other and to the point where, like, some people are asking for a, a Jake Uso main event run. They want to see him with a top title, or at least go for an IC title or something like that. Now, like, Sami, people are calling for him to be the one to beat Roman. Like, this is because of exactly like you're saying, the great booking and stuff. Um, the Cody Rhodes promo with um, Sami Zayn on Raw this past week was an absolute masterstroke. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was one of the people dreading that. They can't put these two in a ring together because the crowd are just going to finish Cody and pick pick Sammy. And not only did they put these two together in the ring on Monday, they put them together in the ring in New York, one of the places that would have fried this whole thing alive if, you know, they weren't having it and they just booked it so smartly that the point, you know, Cody was saying to Sammy, look like Cody understands this is the guy that the crowd want, the fans want. So, I'm not gonna be oh, yeah, I'm on here. I want the Royal Rumble, so wait your turn. Like, no, have your turn. I want you to do well, but when you inevitably lose, obviously <laughs> I'm going to WrestleMania anyway. <laughs> so, I love it. it. was like the wording of it all was just so smart. Like, I'm gonna yeah. go to WrestleMania regardless. Yeah. So I want you to do well and you know meet me in the main event of WrestleMania, and I'm behind you, sort of thing. Like, so it's not like one putting putting one against the other. It was like. I'm gonna see you there and empowering Sammy. Like it was just so smart the way it was done,
2: absolutely. Yeah. And we'll get into the predictions, but I've got a, an idea of how I feel to end it. But then again, with the writing they're doing recently, even my idea might be too predictable. And they might be like, No, we thought of that. People might think it's going to be like this, we'll do this instead. So you never know, but, just... but you
4: know, but you know, do you know, the clever touches which you might not have clocked in on SmackDown, where my man said to um, the Usos, Yeah, you stay at home. For, for Thingy because the, the reason why he said that because them guys can't come to Canada because of yeah. his DUI that's so so that's why they don't want them at so they won't be
2: involved in a match at all
4: yeah and and also um, because Smackdown's in Canada as well and, um, and also the line about you know what it looks very different when you watch it at home than when you're in the arena so basically it's kind of telling Jay you need to see the footage of your brother chatting to Sami Zayn and giving him the fist bump to see where he's at.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and he's basically
4: alluding that Roman's seen that because Roman's at home. Yeah.
2: I I, I mean, I'm not there. I'm not backstage. I'm not with these wrestlers, but I'm just picturing every person that's involved in this story. And when I would say every, I'm talking from the Reigns down Sami to Cody to the Uso. I'm thinking they're all chipping in ideas and and challenging stuff no no no, that wouldn't make sense in fact we should do it like this no no no, no. how would that make sense do you understand what i'm saying like i you think
3: see, that's the best thing about it yeah because yeah, i I, will... I know it's um, it's always been said kevin owens does that a lot Yeah, if something doesn't make sense kevin owens won't like, do, it. do it he'll, he'll... Talk about it, and if they still make him go out and do it, he'll basically lambast the fact that this don't make sense. Yeah, but... yeah, he was, yeah, he was like, saying
2: on the mic. That's why he's always yeah. goes up on the mic. That's a good point. Okay, I'm loving this, man. And scan the fact that you brought that up is this changed what I was gonna, my theory was going to be. So that's this. I'm looking, and this is more exciting now. Um Before we talk about Elimination Chamber, give our predictions. I want to talk about Seth Rollins and his uh, Astro Boy boots. <laughs> he's killing it man like if you talk about a wrestler that is like in tune on what's going on on social media and all this stuff and all the nonsense that you see on the internet and just playing on it I'm assuming Becky must have a hand in it as well with some ideas but um, he's killing it I didn't get to see the segment properly I know he came out onto the Miz TV um, and then he must have did he give Miz a a curb stomp
3: curb stomp yeah
2: And then and then Austin Theory,
3: right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: Okay. Well. Anything else to note noteworthy that happened on Raw before we just just on um
3: just on that um I think it's been said before that Becky's stylist styles Seth Rollins, and again these are the things that wrestlers need to be doing is to be the topic of discussion. Like even on the fact of just a pop culture thing that's probably made waves of low like, wrestler wears these boots in the ring and absolutely. Yeah, his finishing move. You see what I mean? And absolutely. Yeah. yeah if you're chasing at least a main event or you're chasing to be topical, these are things you can do without having to be in the actual main event to still be, yeah. you know, on trend if you like. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing
4: is the game's changed now, man, because he's going up against Logan Paul. You know, these guys know that the audience is outside of wrestling right now. So these yeah. guys are going for like everybody, the whole of social media. So it's, it's, yeah, the game's changed, man. So
2: have there been any like, uh, cause I know they had a segment, but are the other competitors that's involved in the Elimination Chamber United States match, uh, were they involved in any of this segment that happened on Raw?
4: Um, no, no, it's just theory, man. Just, just theory. theory. Okay. Yeah. All right, interesting. All right, well, let's, let's let's talk about Elimination
2: Chambers. So like we said, it's going to be in Montreal this this it's this Saturday, isn't it?
4: Yeah, this
2: Saturday. Um, let's talk about the first match on the card. I can see in the terms of matches that's on Wikipedia. Number one, they have Austin Theory defending his United States Championship against Seth freaking Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and
3: Montez
2: Ford. Uh, I'm gonna to go to Mex first. Mex, how do you see this playing out?
3: I think there's a couple of men in there that need to use this as a showcase to kind of, you know, boost them. So obviously Bronson Reed, jo- Johnny Gargano just kind of returning to the company. So it's a good opportunity for them. Um, what's this guy's name? Montez Ford. Like if we're going to get that kind of breakout star moment, this is a possible opportunity for it to happen. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity here for, there for him. Um, Rollins. Two, one or two things in my opinion will happen. And I'm maybe looking too far, but it's either Austin Fury retains and then at WrestleMania we get a US Championship open challenge, John Cena answers. Right. Um, or Rollins wins here. Rollins goes on to WrestleMania to fight for the US, to defend the US Championship against Logan Paul and Logan Paul wins it at, um, Ooh, WrestleMania.
2: That's very interesting. That's good two takes. And even if...
3: I think it's one of those two. I, I
2: think... <laughs> I think your predictions are going to come true. But Austin will retain and it'll be Austin and Cena with that angle. Because mm. Stephen Logan doesn't
3: need a title. That could just be a... a it little... doesn't, but Logan and the eyeballs that are on him, bro. Like, he during the Super Bowl... All the takes were of, of um, all the takes that Logan Paul had in Super Bowl ad- ads and stuff. Jazz to Mexicans missus in the back. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, um, they were of him in WWE. Yeah. And WWE wouldn't have paid for that. It was all of his footage of Saudi Arabia stuff. Him jumping around and doing all kinds of things. Yeah. So imagine they, they just have him with the strap doing whatever else he does in the world. Like with a WWE That's US a title around him. Like.
2: That's a good point. And then you can see a, a Bad Bunny versus Logan for the U.S. title of SummerSlam or something like that. You know
3: what? Do. I think people might... people will hate it because he's not pure wrestler. This that, and any other. But at the end of the day, one is business, and two, by after WrestleMania, we may have split the world championships. So there could yeah. be an actual proper champion on Raw by then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scan. Yeah, I
2: mean. Is this a? Ch- I mean, we didn't get to see a Montez Ford. Yeah highlight real like Royal Rumble? Could this be a Montes Ford highlight show at this United States
4: Championship match? It could be, man. I sense they're doing something with him. They're doing something with him, man. Um, but one thing I did want to say, especially about the Bronson Reed, how they're booking him on Raw, like, it's just, like, unbeatable. Like, final boss, like, Bam Bam Bigelow, like, tribute act. But, like, I mean, <laughs> how are they going to beat him. Because the way the way Hunter's booking him, man, he don't he don't want him to lose. So um, so it <laughs> might be a thing. It's funny you said that about the Bamba Bigler. That's his favorite wrestler, isn't it? Bronson favorite wrestler, Bamba Bigler. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So.
3: But so,
2: I, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I think that's a good thing, though. I think the good. I think we need more beasts and more people who have
3: undefeated streaks and more. How? Go on, go on. How ahead. did they? Sorry, how did they? Because Otis was in Elimination Chamber maybe last year or so. Did they just throw him through the cage and then he just never came back instead of pinning him? Yeah, I think, he, I, I, I think it's eliminated because he went through
2: the glass, the
3: glass. He went through the glass and fell outside and I don't think he returned. Maybe he got counted out. Maybe that's what they'll do with Bronson Reed. Yeah. Something along those lines so he don't look like he's getting pinned. If you see what I mean. Yeah.
4: Yo, that could be a thing, man. Cause I remember they did something like that with Lashley,
3: isn't it? Lashley just yep. got knocked Yeah. Lashley got a headache and left the ring. Yeah, that was madness. Nonsense. All right. Um, so
2: <laughs> Max, you're saying two with two two outcomes. If Austin wins or Seth wins. Scan.
3: My third. Oh, yeah, my third <laughs> <first? laughs> my third is if if one of them other men win, then at WrestleMania we're we'll probably just getting a ladder match for the US championship.
4: Yeah. Ooh. Probably, yeah. That's a good call.
3: Scan, a-
2: who, who Scan, who do you got?
4: oh man I I don't know how they're going to book around Bronson Reed man that's that's the thing but um, I'd love to see that personally I'd love to see a shot Montez Ford win I'd love to see it that'd be nice but I think smart booking is probably going to give it, like Fury a big win because he hasn't had a big big win as US champ before they take that strap off him man yeah
2: I'm going to I'm going to say Fury as well I, I do like what Max said I think the Logan Paul thing is a really good shout but um I'm for now I'm gonna say Theory I think I think they need to focus and do some damage control with Theory after mm. uh, I, I like that obviously they gave him a new image and whatnot, but there were certain things that after Vince was fired that kind of, you know, not not a lot of people took him serious. So I think this would be good for him. And obviously and he just lost he lost his first WrestleMania against against um Kevin. O- what it, no, who did he have? It was against um, um Mac- was McAfee. Mac- he Mac- lost against Mac- McAfee in his first ever WrestleMania, so he needs he needs a win. Going into this oh. one. It can uh, make him look an incredible challenger to Cena, man, so he needs this big win. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, alright, let's talk about the, the women's Raw championship elimination chamber match, um, between Asuka, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia and the returning Carmela. Uh, Scan,
4: who you got for this? Man, Asuka and Asuka needs to just bury all of them, and I, and I think that's I have a feeling that's gonna happen, man, because they've repackaged her and they've got her like on some. The way she battered everybody on Monday, they've got her on her next level right now. So that might be
3: the look, man. I'm I'm putting it all on Asuka. Max. Likewise, um, I think in, it was 2020 Elimination Chamber when uh Shayna Baszler entered the Elimination Chamber. And she beat everybody in there. Like she pinned every and every single woman in there and went on to, um, Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, um, but didn't win. That's the kind of booking Asuka needs. If we want to really believe in this new iteration of her character, she just needs to do some real collateral damage like that. And hopefully that will as well scare Bianca, you know, that this is my opponent at WrestleMania. Oh shit. Like, how do I deal with this? Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, I think I'm I'm I can see Asuka Um I can see Liv as well. But yeah, the way Asuka's packaged, yeah, I think it's Ask. So I think we're all gonna agree that it's Asuka going into WrestleMania and to face whoever, maybe Bianca Belle or because um, Charlotte's already facing Ripley, isn't she?
3: Ripley, yeah, it's gonna be Bianca, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um where hold on, where's Bianca Belle? Why is she not understand? Where is she? She's, she's. It's
3: not. It's not, it's the number one contenders match. Oh
2: yeah. yeah, it says here for the for a win women championship match. All right, yeah. Okay, okay, good, good, good. All right, cool. Um, Roman Reigns versus Paul Hey uh, versus Sami Zayn. I mean, this is already this is what they listed here as the number third match. It's not listed as the, the last match. So Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn for the United for the, for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship
3: at Montreal.
2: Who's gonna win this one, Max?
3: Roman Reigns is going to bring out his best 2.9 kickouts, boy, but um, yeah, we're going to see all of that. We're going to see a spot where Sami's got him dead to rights and pinned him and the referee's dead outside or something like that. We're going to see everything apart from obviously the Usos being involved because they're not going to be there. Um, so maybe Solo plays a plays a part in this. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe we see Kevin Owens trying to help or who knows. Um, but yeah, we I expect Roman Reigns to to retain.
4: Gan? Yeah,
3: um, I have a f- sneaking suspicion,
4: man, these lot are going to go for the, they, they've got, like, it's perfect opportunity, they've got to go for the seismic pop, man, we need that, like, that, that that visual Sami Zayn pin, confetti coming down from the sky, only to realise that Roman's foot was under the rope, and then they got to run it back, and it's just
3: like, we need to Oh, you, you think they should actually go that far before they, they- need
4: that far, they need to have the visual of Sammy holding the belts, being announced as the winner, and the second ref comes out and was like, no! Yeah, run it back, and then he's, he's gutted, and then he gets the spear, and then that's it, man. Robert's do you think,
2: there. do you think, um they will book Sammy so strong that he's got Reigns on the ropes, that it will take reins, beat him, from via Montreal's Clujah?
4: <laughs> what you guys think I, it's been over 20 years man I think they should run it back you know I think they can't they can't miss an opportunity to get that pop man that crowd's gonna be crazy yeah yeah okay
2: but we're all in agreement that it's Roman Reigns coming out the winner facing Cody for the titles right
3: yeah it's yeah. gotta be like WWE know. will really do something like if Sami wins but like this close to Mania, I just don't see it happening, and with the, where the story's going and stuff, nah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, next, we got uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Uh, Damian uh, Priest and Dominic Mysterio will be at ringside. Scott, how do you think this is going to work out?
4: I think they gotta be clever about this, man, because I think if the end game is that hell in a cell of um Edge versus Demon Balor at Mania, then they've gotta make like Edge and Beth look strong, man. They gotta get a strong cause they're... it's in Canada, they gotta get that strong Canadian win, man. So um that's
3: that's my thing. That's what I'm that's what I reckon. Next I agree. Um there's no way that Judgment Day shouldn't have four people Involved in this match, you know, two at ringside, two in the match and still lose this match. But if they, if the end goal is actually WrestleMania for maybe Edge versus Finn in whatever shape, you know, they'll come in, then I think, yeah, the grit couple need to, need to win this because they've been the ones that have been being overrun looking hella lame for the past six months. So they need something back if we're going to still go to one more at WrestleMania. Yeah. And plus there's a possibility there might be three of them. Cause
4: I know, um, Damien Priest is in the cell, is in the chamber. So he might get taken out. So it's just literally Dominic on the outside.
3: Yeah. That's true.
4: That's true.
2: Okay. And lastly, well, okay. I didn't even get my prediction. I think, I think, um, I think this has to be a judgment day win. It has to be. I mean, Ed and
3: do, if you don't think it will be. It should definitely be yeah. a judgment day, but I don't think it will be. No. Um
2: I I'm I'm gonna say Judgment Day win um with some sort of shenanigans where they do something really horrific to Beth Phoenix or something that leads Ooh. into WrestleMania. So they put Beth Phoenix on the shelf. Or I maybe mean, maybe she might face someone a bit, but then again we ripley's facing Charlotte, so where did you know what I mean? Uh,
4: um but, but one 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 quick thing. Do you think that what might um end the feud is that Edge might put his career on the line at Mania? Okay. Like that, and, and to who to Dominic? <laughs> no, 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 Edge, edge, edge versus Finn in that Hell in a Cell.
2: Be good for Finn. Think... That'd be good for Finn, but I don't. Mets, what do you think about their, their how they see Finn now? They don't seem like they used to do
0: they. They don't seem like a.
3: They don't, but at the same time, if he he's the guy that you know, out of anyone that they see in the highest position, and 100. Let's let's not you know. Finn hasn't really achieved as much as he probably would have liked. But as well, Finn is 40-odd, plus, 40-plus at this point as well. So he is gradually beginning to wind down as well. So I think I think Edge, on the Edge um, conversation, I think he's probably waiting until he gets back around to Toronto, WWE get back around to Toronto to hang up his boots, have his final match there before he starts calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, he might. You never know because I, I believe he's filming stuff at the minute. So that might be, you know, getting wrestling out of the way to just concentrate on the acting stuff might be a, a plan as well. You know what? I think
2: you guys are right. I think Edge, is, Edge and Beth is going to win and then we'll find out who Edge opponent is going to be at Mania and it'll probably be a big star, somebody that's in the roster now that's probably up and coming. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head though, but he will have... I think po- it's Balor.
3: I think Scans right. So you probably think Balor. Balor. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 And will probably speed be that.
4: At retiring man That's and then real...
2: Bala gets the win he won't retire him but Bala will get the win at Mania which is going to be another I would
3: win. love Bala to Ever retire
2: him on, on Balor's cap I think Mex is right I think Edge will retire at his home like Trish did um, even though Edge has retired many times already and then yeah. Finn Finn will get the the, the, the nod at Mania alright let's talk about the main event well it's not I don't know if it's technically the main event at The night, I think this should wait till Reigns and Savvy become the main event, to be honest. But Let's what's do. on Wikipedia at the last match? The two Titans, Bobby Lashley, Rock Lesnar, go at it at Limitless Chamber. Max, who do you got for this,
3: man? I don't think we're getting this match. <laughs> I think this is too gazy. I think these guys are gonna scrap, break some barriers, this, that, and the other. And this is probably my Hell in a Cell match at Mania.
2: Man, the Fugazi at that.
3: Um, I don't think it's Israel. I,
2: I think you're actually right. Uh, Scan, go ahead. What do you think? you think oh,
4: it's right? I didn't see that swerve coming, man. Um, for me, I, 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 let me go the other way then. I reckon it's going to be, it's not going to be a long match. I think we're going to see the formation of the Hurt Business. And they're just going to obliterate Lesnar, man. And And that's not going to end the feud. I think we're going to get one more. At Mania. Well, then that means what you just that said, Scan,
2: what you just said, Scan, could actually mean that you're both right. It could be a, a, a smash where, the, you know, the match just gets ding, 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 called off because her business has attacked him on the way down and put him through a table. This could be a good, that'd be a good way to end it. That'd be a nice little, but who, do you think her business should be the same cast? Because I stress, they need new members. They need new cast members. They need, some would say the Street Profits. Some would say my man from NXT, Um, what's his name again? You know? Carmelo is? Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. Who I think is a bright star.
3: Carmelo Hayes, yeah.
2: And, uh, and maybe have almost as, as, as muscle. With maybe an additional Shelton, Cedric. I would probably replace Shelton and Cedric, but if you, if you gotta keep the original, then have additional people like Omar,
4: Carmelo Hayes, and Street Profits. I'd I'd love to see that, man. I'd love a, I love a female in there as well. You know, just, um, one half of the street profits, maybe, um, Dawkins. Dawkins. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Dawkins would be good. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the whole tandem because maybe they'll do something different with Montez. Yeah. Dawkins would be a good shout. And, uh, if it's not solo going back to Reigns and Sammy, if it's not solo costing Sammy anything in that match, could it be Naomi? Could we see that?
3: Nah. nah. Ooh. Yeah, Naomi we're... returning and pledging her allegiance to the bloodline. I would if love it. Be it, I'm for it.
2: That'd be great. I... The only you know, issue with that is, you would want to do that with the payoff if, of reconfirming that Jimmy's her husband. You understand what I mean? Not to see, like obviously we know, but just to have that, cause some people might be like, why is Naomi interfering and then not know that she's actually married to Jimmy? You get, I know it's silly to say That's that. But I could yeah, no, see, you're right. Yeah, I can see them being like, no, no, no. If you're doing this, it needs to be like make sense that she's gonna kiss our man, and da, da, da. so maybe it's not her. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's the case of what you just said. But anyway, regardless of that, it's gonna be exciting. I am looking forward to. It. I'm loving the fact that AEW has forced WWE to do pay per views on Saturdays, so I can watch this, stay up to watch it, and have a nice rest the next day doesn't bother me, so um we'll be back, we'll be back with more Kick Out we'll hopefully we'll be doing a, a, re- a review uh, on, on Elimination Chamber next week, Mex and Scan, this was like a last minute get together to do this, so thank you both of you for joining and um I uh, hope you guys enjoy Elimination Chamber on Saturday and uh, we'll talk more wrestling very, very soon, we're out Peace Thanks for that guys. Appreciate that man. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this tonight and hopefully put it up first thing in the morning. All right, guys?
3: All good, uh, bro. Yeah. All, All right. Man, guys. Take Love. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Peace. Yeah.